Buddy. Do you ever feel like the ugly one? You know? Sometimes I do. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Then I remember. No, tell me the thing you remember. I was gonna say then I remember I have my good friends by my side and who support me and you know, reassure me about me and my appearance and my my the, the, the deep, deep value I offer. Yeah, in myself you. as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah, like that, like that. Um, you uh, could have, you can have my runoff, buddy. I don't know what that means. That sounds gross. You can have all the pussy that washes off of me. Thanks, man. You're welcome, buddy. Well, it looks like old Declan's got himself in a heap of trouble again, old buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you. See. For the past couple of episodes now, we've been talking about my adventures in, un- in not having a job. I'm not going to use the U word, okay? Thank you very much. We don't use the U word around here. Yeah, yeah. But um, we were exploring, you know, maybe some of the options I had and uh, maybe, you know, considering some, doing some like one-off, doing some, uh, some more unorthodox. Just a little bit of casual uh, drug dealing, maybe. Something like that, you know, just like, just trying some odd jobs here and there. So I thought, what would be a f- more fun story to bring on the podcast and to tell people about than being a helicopter pilot? Now, it's hard <laughs> now. Oh, no. It's oopsie. Whoops. Now, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. But oh, my God. It turns out that not only do you need a license and like permits for that kind of thing, you know, I figured I sneak on board. I. I've played so much Ace Combat. I know all the controls. I impress everyone. They give me the badge. They give me the the big salary. I fly around the world getting pussy. There's a lot of buttons in those things, okay? Um, And only one parachute on board, as it turns out. Which I think is a really... That's kind of on them, I think. that That's a terrible decision. That's just poor planning on them. I I think really that's on Boeing or whoever... You know, so what you're yeah. saying is you uh you just tried to yeet your way into to piling a helicopter. You just called. Oh, your I shot. yeeted. I yeeted something, baby. Let me. tell <laughs> You called your shot and Kobe'd it. Oh. And um, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, this is a national tragedy. We're actually. I mean, my flag's at half mast. If you know what I mean. Damn, that's unusual for you. Um, yeah, yeah I, mean, I did a I did a bad job with the helicopter, so I don't know if I'm going to be trying. Misa make sh- bigger. Uh oh. Uh oh. I get in the helicopter after eating eating too much bat soup stew. I don't. That's not charged. My tummy, my tummy too full from eating too much. Oh. <laughs> Misa make big boo boo. 
<laughs> Miko helicopter oh fucking <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Colby Bryant, we should go on down. Uh, that's terrible. That's a horrible that's thing. Just, that's, I, I, that was it, a very poor taste. It, yeah, it's terrible that the pilot said that as they were going down. His, uh, what a piece of shit, honestly. His daughter died. Yeah. His 13 year old daughter died. Okay. <laughs> well. Well, that's a great start. These, you know, we that's have to. The, that's generally the tone of these third of these final parts yeah. of the, the the winter previews. So, I've been drunk all day. I it's I think it's on brand. Yeah, you know, it's Sunday. <laughs> you know, I don't know what's always going on with you on Sundays, man. But it's like your fucking world's ending every week for well, you. Well, I do all my it's work like, on Saturday. It. So, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I've been drinking since uh, since like four in the afternoon. Uh Anyway, I um, slept. I slept for twelve hours and missed my dad's birthday. <laughs> what was his birthday? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't miss it. Yeah. I showed up a little fashionably late. You um, wouldn't believe what just happened, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's his reaction if you roll up <laughs> immediately? Make a horrible. He'd probably be like, "How did you get here from L.A. in like six hours?" You know. <laughs> well, he's a helicopter pilot. Not a great one. But straight lines are really easy. Fast, yeah. Um, helicopters can go that fast. Uh, pouring out. This is goes up for a real shooter, Kobe Bryant. Literally. This one's to you, buddy. Uh, yes, thank you. Oh, speaking of basketball, hey, you know something? Oh God. Speaking of being horribly uh uh mangled, mangled in basketball. Woo! This is boy. This is gonna be a great episode. I'm excited. Um. Yeah, final part winter 2020. And we uh we found lost media lost media contact us because we made the fucking discovery of the century. We found a copy of Breakers. Bingo. In a fucking landfill in Arizona. They finally subbed it. Um and the probably the best moment of this season for me was watching this and finding out that it was eight minutes long. Mm. Oh my god, the relief. Just the this oh. is this is um I can't make fun of this. I can't make fun of it. I mean I didn't even say, really can you say that it's bad? I don't even want to watch it. It makes me physically uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> I watched it. I watched all nine minutes of it. Oh, you're above making fun of the disabled people, but you're so disgusted that you'll just be like, well, ah, no, no, no. What it, it is what it is is this show. I was thinking about it. Last week we were talking about context of uh, a certain the way the certain media is created, and the reason that certain things exist. For instance, certain media exists for a bunch of Japanese businessmen who have to sleep underneath their desks, or you know any number of other audiences. Any I number of I, wrong things. I think th- I I think this exists only for you to buy for your kid after he's horribly mangled. <laughs> I, I think that this this show exists to convince your child that life is worth living after losing a limb potentially your vision or being horribly crippled. I don't think this exists for anyone else. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I assume it's probably mostly, uh, m- mostly, uh, para, ath- para, ath- para athletes. This feels like almost edutainment. This feels well, yeah, of course. And, and uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be mangled. I bet most of these people are born with the weird alien hands, you know, I just don't, 
I I can't I can't make fun of it. I can't watch uh, it. I I don't I, I I you you can make fun of it all you want. My first but... note is lol. <laughs> no, these four kids. They just uh, they just want to play basketball like they're big brothers. They look so stupid. They're real uh, around. He's got the silly. He's always doing like uh, the the Spock. You know. Uh amazing. Oh and the Original thing is, it's, show. it's super cheap looking. Like it looks like. Uh, I mean, this thing's got a shoestring ass budget. And Not impressive. Uh, yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. You can do. You can talk about the thing. Uh, it's by Al Bacro. I don't know. Um, it's like this guy's got no legs, and also like they made his hand fucked up, which is just insulting. Like he already took his legs away. I don't know why you have to make his fucking hand all weird. Um, I don't. They don't want my pity. Like people who are born this way don't want my pity. But I Probably can't. Not. I can't not. I can't not feel bad for them. It's it's it just looks like it's a rough go, man. Life's rough enough yeah, if you've got. They mind. I don't think they mind if you feel bad for them. It's just like they don't. Some of them don't like it if you like offered to help them reach stuff in the supermarket or whatever. Well, I, I patted them. On, I patted one of them on the head, and he didn't like that. Oh so yeah, I thought it was said, comforting him. He said, "Yeah, it's, it's keep go, keep going, good buddy." Yeah, yeah, keep it up, pal. And that was apparently diminutive. Keep, keep was, your chin up. He's like, I'm an investment broker. What are you doing? Yeah, it's like also, also because of my chair, my chin is always up. So I got perfect posture. Fuck you. We're in a, we're in a, we're, we're in an Outback Steakhouse. Why are you? Have you ever been to an Outback Steakhouse? No, I wanted to go to one in Japan, but we didn't. Uh, we didn't. I gotta get that blooming onion, man. Um, blooming onion. No, no, I, I, mm. I've, I've been offered, but. I usually have turn ever, it have down. You ever, have you ever had Thousand Island? Um, I don't think I have. Oh man, is it good? It's fucking real good. Thousand yeah. Island dressing is it just mayo, mayo, olive oil, lemon? Ju- yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that sounds yeah, amazing. It's like any spicy mayonnaise sauce. It's not spicy, but it's like flavor. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it's got a little bit of zest to it. It's zesty, dip. yes. Uh, anyway, it's like Italian so, dressing flavored mayo. Okay, so go on about this breaker show. Um, they they show these huge guys. I was like, what's their disability? But I guess they're just uh, big muscly guys. I forget what they did. There's a science guy who's like monitoring all the cripples in the school <laughs> from a control room. And um, he has a little robot that's a ball. And in the subs, he calls him Bali, even though the name is just Tama, which is like short for egg, I think. So I don't know why he just goes call him egg but um they try to make then they try to make wheelchair basketball look really cool instead of kind of sad and um the main character's voice is is weird and then all the rest of my notes are oh my god it's only nine minutes thank you lord jesus miracle and there you go that's breakers oh breakers man <laughs> what a name i uh i uh. yeah i don't feel good about this <laughs> I, I i don't i don't feel good watching it because then it made me think but all the poor, poor boys and girls out there were born deformed or or oh, that, that's deformed. bad. But when they play basketball, I think that's the point where it's like, all right, this is this is pretty funny. Uh, it's like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I watched a whole lot of Friday Night Lights and there's a lot of wheelchair basketball in that. Oh, yeah. That one guy has a yeah <clears throat> spine thing. Get, gets yeah. it bad. Yeah. Gets that shit. You, the first time I saw a midget, I was in a blockbuster and I started crying. My sister and I both started crying, and my dad had to check us out of the blockbuster. I, I don't remember who it was, but there was a. I had a friend who told me about how 
when he was young, he was in the airport and he saw a black person. He said, look at the chocolate man. (laughs) 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 And and, uh, they didn't. His parents didn't care for that very much. Uh, I, I, I also... <laughs> I, I, I also, when I was in the airport when I was young, he's like an Italian guy. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> when I was young, I saw a a, a, a Sikh who was wearing, uh, was wearing oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, he had one of those big old head, he had a big turban going. And uh, I, I point, I asked my, I pointed at him and asked my mom, why is that guy wearing a tampon in his head? <laughs> How did you know what a tampon was, but not like a Middle Eastern guy? I was close. No. <laughs> <laughs> German tampon. There's I didn't somewhere. know what a tampon was until I was like 15. Yeah. My parents are weird. Oh, I get it. Cause it's like turbid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that, that's not great. You know, sometimes you'll, you'll get hit with one. Like you'll just be in bed at night and then you'll get hit with a bad one from when you were like eight, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes they'll just catch you off guard. And you're like, Ooh, that like, why do I remember this? <laughs> like, why is this is so insignificant? I should be able to put this one away forever, but it still comes back and rears its ugly head sometimes. Oh, Ugh. yeah, that, that midget one's... Yeah. Although now I just think that one's funny. Uh, how, about, uh, how about dragons? How about, some, how about a little fantasy? I love fantasy. It's, yeah, how about a fantasy show, finally? Oh, about um, time. We didn't watch Wait, this one on. last time because it was in Netflix hell, but someone did sub it very badly, but it subbed. What's that? What's that? Uh, so this is a fantasy. That means that a person is taken from our world and dropped into this world, right? Like, no, like that's not what fantasy. Do you think of isekai? Wait, hold on. You're telling me that you can have another world oh, without, without having a person from our world in it? Yeah. I mean, that's that, hap- that still happens pretty frequently. I just you're, for, being, I, it, you're being all sarcastic about it. They don't, I've, they don't, I've been conditioned to still this point. do that sometimes. I've been conditioned. Um, drifting dragons, not as fun as it sounds. No Eurobeat, uh, and it's CG also. But we do uh, eat some dragon meat. What? <laughs> no Eurobeat, dragon oh. meat. Thank oh. you. This is episode three, baby. Part three. It's a manga adaptation by um, by Polygon. Um, it's um, it's like well, first I was like, oh, it's like fishing, but uh, with dragon. And then I was like, oh, it's oh, it's whaling, but with dragon. Yep. Uh, pretty funny. There's this, there's a, they're all on a dirigible. That's right. There you go. Uh, and there's a bunch of people. There's a guy named Mika, and he goes wild. He's a loot cannon. Uh, he he go he stabs him he bro- he go he slides onto him and, and stabs him kills that dragon everyone in the show's got such a fat ass did you notice that uh it's it's the puffy pants they've got those german yeah, hugo they, boss pants but yeah, it makes yeah. their asses look fat yeah they all got their asses are crazy pop it popping booties for everyone sure. is fucking ready for what do you triplets baby like what do you the think what do you think dragon meat tastes like they describe it in detail they say it's very good but but like what i mean I don't know. I don't recall exactly. It's whale. What. People describe whale as, I mean, it sounds like they're making it up, but they describe it like a cross between beef and fish. Um, very lean. Uh, some cuts, apparently. Some, obvi- I mean, the parts that are fat are just like all fat because they got the blubber. 
But I think if you just like get whale meat, it's like just very uh, lean. I don't think it's very tender. I don't know if it's that great. I don't know. We should try some. How much? How much meat you get off a whale, though? I bet a fucking lot. Sounds pretty good. I would try. You know, I know they're really intelligent, but I'd try some whale meat. Yeah, they're not. They're less. They're dumber than pigs. Also, they're not in danger. The type that Japan hunts aren't endangered. Good. Yeah, but everybody hates them about it. They hate they, everybody I, I hates them. them. I you wish know. they I want I want them to kill more, actually. You know, and if I get a taste of it. <clears throat> um so yeah, I mean this thing's got the, the the they've got like, oh my god, dragons are misunderstood. And uh, they're just angry because we killed the the younger dragon. It's a cycle of hate. Oh yeah, there's a there's a angry mommy dragon. Um the subs, there's a point where they use the word snitching a lot to mean snatching. And also they spell oh, yeah, meat. Yeah, yeah. They spell the meat as in the food. There's also e- cut, cut, e- cute, swapped up at one yep, point. There's that, yep. Um, but anyways, yeah, they kill this dragon and they, uh, they, they sell the meat to the townspeople below them. But the townspeople don't really like them because uh, there's, there's like a superstition thing about hunting dragons. Um, and uh, Mika smells a girl. And then he makes a steak sandwich. He's really smug eating that sandwich. He's staring at everyone like, yeah, you can't have this sandwich. That sandwich looks so fucking banging. Yeah. I would smack down on that. Sh- <clears throat> you know what I tried to do is he mentioned that he had a particularly hard loaf of bread that he was using as his, uh, as his bread for the sandwich. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to fry it up in a little bit of oil. And then I fried myself up a bread, and my, my stale bread in a little bit of oil. It did fried not my- turn out as delicious. <laughs> fried myself up a bread. <laughs> uh not as delicious as what he did on the sh- on the show, unfortunately. Too, too crunchy, too hard. Too crunchy. Also, the wrong type of loaf. So. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it also. Next time. Yeah, I'll do better. I'll do better. Uh, yeah. Then they fight angry mommy dragon. They're really more like floating octopuses than or floating octopus snails. I say quite, quite, green. quite strange looking. They got that kind of Japanese stra- snail dragon thing going. Not on. Not traditional dragons. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it hangs onto the ship and. F- there's a really awkward scene. It's not particularly intense at all. It's like the dragon's hanging onto the ship and everyone's just kind of standing around and the music is like very boring and like low in the background. And every, and they're all talking and occasionally the dragon will just pick someone up and, and fling them around a bit. It's just like this huge Lovecraftian horror and everyone's kind of like, ah, we should probably do something. And then someone gets picked up and tossed 20 feet and it's like, oh, geez. Um... And they get the, they kill the second dragon. It's passable. I don't know. I liked this. Yeah, I enjoy. I actually enjoyed this. Yeah, I, I, I I've been on like I, um, a dirigible kind of uh, roaming band of dirigible people sounds is interesting to me. I've been reading the Golden Compass, and they spend some JRPGs. They spend a whole lot of time on boats in that, and there's a lot of descriptions of living on a boat, and ah. uh, it's uh. I'm kind of on that kick right now, and this the the lead character in that lives with some whalers for a bit, and uh, I, I this reminds me of that. Uh, I like I like the dynamic of people being afraid of them as dragon hunters. That's interesting to me. I like that they get one over on the the people in that town by by like we'll take care of this other dragon if we got somewhere to sleep. I like it. Um, yeah, it's not amazing, but I I. Definitely enjoyed this. Sure, yeah. It needs uh, a bit more zing for me. It wasn't very... Bit slow. Bit slow. the heart pumping. Yeah. It's a bit slow. For yeah. a dragon hunting show. Yeah. I like, yeah. The hung- I like the girls hungry, though. 
I like that she's hungry and then he and that she doesn't like being sniffed. Yes. I love to sniff girls and they're like, hey, don't do that. And I'm like, so I sometimes you get a smell of girls. Uh, speak for yourself, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes <laughs> I'm sure periodically, from time to time, dude. In, in your life, if you take a look at your life, there have been instances of girl smelling that have occurred. Okay, sure, yeah, fine. When you widen it up that much, yeah, I guess. I'm shifting the goalposts a tiny bit, but I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to help out my dude. You can't yeah, blame me for that. No, I appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, that's the Dragon Show. Um, I didn't have you watch Rike Gakoi ni Ochita no de Shome Shitemita. Ah, no, you didn't. It's true. You're welcome. This means science fell in love, so I tried to prove it. What? <laughs> God. Um, oh, man. This is a rom com manga being animated by Zero G. And um, it starts off with like a, like a diagram of a bunch of planets, and the narrator's telling you about how everything is numbers, which everything is numbers is such a backwards, re- retard way of understanding things. It's not, it doesn't make any sense. It's like a tautology. That's deep, um, though. Yeah, I guess it's supposed to be. I don't know if it's deep. Um, and I was like, damn, this sucks. And I was like, wait, titties? <laughs> nice dude uh not really uh, there's a hot scientist lady and there's two science there's a hot scientist lady and then there's a, a guy and they're cold autistic science people and then she confesses to him and then the show is that the the joke is they're trying to scientifically prove that uh she's in love so they're doing experiments and that's uh it's it's funny because they're doing they're doing experiments on the on the Kabe Don. That's so funny. I fell asleep. Oh no! I mean, to be fair, given your current sleep cycle and its erratic nature, that's not. I was doing surprising. okay for a couple of days. I just don't know what happened today. I was waking up at like eight, and then, uh, you know, I've I've never slept for just twelve hours, especially after getting two hours. It so that's fourteen. To- it's ridiculous. Yeah, once your shit gets thrown off, once you lose that routine, it's pretty, pretty tough to get it back. Yeah, uh, so I figure I got that much. I don't have to sleep tonight. That'll fix it. Hey, yeah, for sure. Every time you skip a night of sleep, it works out great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, it's this show is annoying because you get the joke, and then it's like they keep doing it, and the characters aren't really likable. It's uh, one of those. Yeah. Ah, let's talk about dogs. I love dogs. Wait, I have more screenshots of titties here. Yeah, please show me the titties. T- t- yeah, there you go. Please show me boobs. Show, show Bob. We'll make it through this one, pal. Yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep showing them. Every time that you show me boobs, it perks me up just that little bit that I need. I'll get you up to full mast if it's the last thing I do. No, sorry. Half mast for Kobe. That's my resolution. Nope. I'm not going to masturbate in the entirety of 2020 for, out of respect for Kobe Bryant's legacy. <laughs> no jerk 2020. No B. Um, okay. Boop. Those are boobers for sure. All Those right. Those are some boobers. Okay, dog time. Uh, Oda Cinnamon Nobunaga. 
This one's got a twist. <sighs> Cinnamon. Fucking so, fucking kidding me. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Go ahead. I don't see. Is, talk, is there a problem? I don't talk, talk about the dogs. Well, this one. So there's a little bit of. This one gets a little complicated. So there's a little bit of backstory. So <clears throat> Oda Nobunaga was a Japanese daimyo in the late 16th century who attempted to unify Japan during the late Sengoku period and successfully gained control over most of Honshu through conquest. Mm-hmm. Nobunaga is regarded as one of the three unifiers of Japan, along with his retainers, Toyotomi Hideyoshi and Tokugawa Ieyasu. Yes. During his later life, Nobunaga was widely known for most brutal suppression of determined opponents, eliminating those who, by principle, refused to cooperate or yield to his demands. Go his on. reign was noted for innovative military tactics, fostering free trade, and encouraging the start of the Momoyama historical art period. He was <laughs> killed when his retainer, Akashi Mitsuhide, rebelled against him at Honoji. This is a manga where he's a dog. <laughs> just it's funny because listening to that is almost as entertaining as watching this show. <laughs> listening uh, to this dry ass lecture on the history of Oda I would actually rather be learning about Oda Nobunaga right now. I learned Straight a lot. Up. I don't know what you're talking about. I learned all about it watching this show. This is animated by Saint Signpost, who have done only this. This is what they wanted to start out with, I guess. This is a good This is their vision. Good jumping off point, fellas. Um, also, Oda Cinnamon Nobunaga, he's a dog, he's a Shiba Inu, his asshole is on the promo art. There's they so love, much dog ass. Yeah, they really love that in that. Like, people movie. are always like, why do they draw the ass? It's like, okay, you know, if you're gonna draw a dog from behind, I get drawn the little star, but what, there is so much ass in this show. Yep. Asshole specifically, that it kind of, even, even weirded me out. It's cute. I guess, it's not it's even cute. Really, it's, it's cute, cute really when cute. you see the butthole. I don't. I actually think it's actually anti-cute. I've always found that to be unnerving <laughs> and unsettling. See, because like in the promotional art, they have shading around it too, which is extra bad. Like you can have just like the little oh, yeah, that extra detail into that. Yeah, yeah. You can do asterisks, but when you start getting the shading going, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. No, thank you on the dog ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the premise is Nobunaga before he dies, he's like, hey, what if I dog and he's like oh no ah, dog and um the the one joke the show has is it cuts to the dog with nobunaga superimposed over the background as the punchline to remind you hey this dog is oda nobunaga what a fucking crazy circumstance we find ourselves it what was done an absolute riot four times in like the first six minutes of this show this is one of the ones where i was like how is this 24 minutes. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, you can get six, maybe 12. If if you really need to do it. You really push it. Yeah. Um, Then they play the opening 10 minutes in and it got my hopes up. I was like, yes. Oh, God. God. Okay. (laughs) The same bait and switch that I had where I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, no, No. buddy. (laughs) They just just set you up. It was like, hey, late title card, bitch. You know what's funny? What hairstyles that old Japanese warlords had? I look vaguely like one. Is what it? Is, oh, he's like I'm tough, but then he's like he's he's cute. <sighs> fucking hell! I fucking um, hate this. <laughs> I hate it. It's yeah. it's it's supposed to bring me joy, and like you know, I was thinking about what would be the equivalent, and it's like, what if there was a show about the founding fathers as dogs? And I'm like, that doesn't sound entertaining either. <laughs> it doesn't sound remotely no, that entertaining. Sounds awful. Yeah, um, fuck that. <laughs> 
World War II dogs. That would be funny because because it would just the more like heavy the subject. Like yes. people don't feel anything about the founders or like probably Oda Nobunaga anymore. But if it's just like you had a Hitler dog and you got a fucking Churchill dog, you got yeah, a Stalin yeah. dog. It's got that little bit of edge to it, you know? That's yeah, that when they're cute, then it's like, ha, you did that. That's funny. But when you make Oda Nobunaga cute, it's like, who gives a fuck? Oda That's Nobunaga has been running. He's fucking rolling in his grave. His legacy now is being every season they find a new way to rape him. They just yeah, I mean, roll we, were, him out. we were we were at Ieyasu's grave, and I'm fucking glad we were there before the show started airing because I bet it's you go there and like you you go home afterwards and just a fuck it your lampshade your 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 uh, chandelier falls on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be that upset if like 400 years after my death they were making shows about me where I'm a dog. All things considered, he's doing okay. Uh, but yeah, it could be, it could be worse. But this is this is uh quite quite terrible. Uh, I like I, the real dogs for the ED, though. Yes, that's cute. <laughs> I'll give you the real dogs because I, I like, I like real dogs. I like dogs. When when I, when there's a dog in my vicinity and it's not jumping on me, generally a pleasurable experience, I say. But uh, mm-hmm. this was not. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose between watching this show with Oda Nobunaga as a dog. Or just rolling around on the ground with a dog for like twenty for twenty four minutes. I'll take that real dog every time. Agreed. All right. Decided. This podcast supports real dogs. Um, I didn't have you watch Runway Day Warate. No. Smile down the runway. Mm. This show about fashion. fashion. Sort of. A manga animated by Izola. They did Sonan Deska and Happy Sugar Life, which becomes apparent because at some parts in this episode, it goes into the same extremely, like, kind of creepily dramatic. Like, it's like too much where it's like annoyingly emo editing mm. where it's mm-hmm. like it's like all the cuts are with static so it's like and then a second cut because it's a flashback and it's too dour but it's just like her remembering unfortunate things about her modeling career anyways um so it's about this girl she really likes modeling she wants to sparkle like the models you know she, they do the, she, she has a sequence where she's like so this is modeling uh kind of yeah it's it's a bit shorter and it's not like she's realizing it, but it's, she's watching a modeling and she makes the face that's currently on our, on our stream. Um, and, uh, and she's also the daughter of the owner of a modeling company, not a huge modeling company. That's convenient. Very convenient. Um, so when she's like 12 or something, she's 158 centimeters, which I think is tall for them. And everyone's like, damn, you're going to be huge girl. And then she never uh, grows anymore after that. So she's we got a woman lit on our hands, and it's very. This is one of the very dramatic parts where it's like you're not going to be tall. Shh. Oh, I, please, Dad, let me. Shh. I'm sorry, but you, and it's like, oh boy, this is a bit much. You got and then, so then she gets fired by her dad because <laughs> uh, she won't shut up about wanting to model even though she's too fucking short. Um, and. Uh, 
And then she keeps auditioning for her dad's company and annoying the audition lady uh, for like years and keeps getting rejected for being too short. Um, and so she's, she, she wants to work super, super hard so she can be a supermodel from the ages of 18 to 22, I guess. Uh, and um, look, man, if I was like moderately attractive and a girl, I would do. Because then you like, you know, you, you model for that brief period of time, become a trophy wife and then never work again. Sure. I mean, you can probably be a trophy wife without modeling. Uh, <clears throat> you can get pretty fat. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah. oh I'm sorry. Oh, man, you catch that so, first kid. You catch that first kid and you immediately. Oh, you got, you're, you got excuse forever. Oh, yeah, you're good. Up. It's, oh, you make it, I just had that child three years ago. You expect <laughs> me to lose his weight already? Expect me to lose 25 pounds after I had, after I had this uh, six, this four pound, eight inch child at seven months because I refused to stop drinking uh, alcoholic seltzers. Mommy! (laughs) (laughs) Now they're hungry. Go play basketball, Jeremy. He's named Kobe. After uh, oh, his- oh, yeah, she had him <laughs> right the day after. Um, I, th- I thought you liked my new milky udders. You want me to lose this weight and get rid of these fucking massive cans? Yes. I say as I'm pounding an entire fucking entire container of ice cream, just a tub going drinking, into me. I, I actually melted tub of yeah, you microwave that shit after leaving it out all day. Yeah. It's easier to swallow like this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look uh, what you've done to me. Look what you've done to me with your seed. God, Jesus. God. Ugh. It's lumpy. Misa Chukapa Chewbacca. She's fat. Uh, the one thing the show kind of has going for the music. Uh, it kind of improves it. It's just like normal conversations, but like there's like very quiet bang and ADM in the background. Um, so she meets this nerdy guy who makes clothes, obviously. And he's like the fashion club guy, but whoever was in charge of like designing the outfits for the show was not putting the effort in. Cause he has this closet in his club full of clothes. He supposedly made, but they're all just collared shirts. <laughs> like so I can make a collar designing shirt. fashion for. Yeah. Um, and uh, at one point, oh, yeah, they have another, like, dark flashback. And they do the scribbles over people's faces thing, just like in Happy Sugar Life. And I was like, oh, no, not again. It's the same editing. It's the same director. Ah. Um, but then he makes her a pretty dress, and the audition lady is blinded by how sparkly and Kira Kira she is. So she uh, gives her a small, you know, job, gets her a little hope. And... Um, and th- this whole time I was wondering, her goal was to get into Paris Fashion Week. I was like, do fashion shows even have real clothes anymore? And a quick Google search revealed, no. They're, they so just, wear, the they just wear cardboard boxes. They wear like, they yeah, they wear feathers that don't cover their nipples. You know, it's like, yeah. Um, so I don't know what the fuck is happening here. I made um, an outfit out of beer cans, but my coach still shows. And then someone takes her picture in the dress and uh, her dad's company hires her and the the nerdy guy. Um, it's like, it's kind of okay. Uh, I don't understand her relationship with her dad. 
she's like trying to get hired by his company which she was fired from to like get his approval but also he seems like basically a nice guy because he's like he he offers to pay the kid for his dress design because they accidentally took credit for it um and like her and her dad don't have a single conversation in this whole episode they're not even in the same room except for the last scene and they don't like talk he's just talking to the other guy i don't even know if they live together whatever it's okay she does have like, legs just, that go all the way up. They do. The director weirds me out. There's another child who doesn't talk like a child, just like in Happy Sugar Life. It's fucking weird. Anyways, yeah, there's that. Uh, what else is going on? Let me break it up by talking about that weathering with you. You talk, You watched um, the new meat. Wait, me. Uh, Makoto Shinkai. Shinkai film. Yeah, what's yes. going on in... Okay, so I was kind of expecting it to be just another Your Name, which it kind of is. Yeah. Uh, it's another one of those kind of melodramatic, romantic things. Yeah, I've, I've only seen one of his films, but I, my the impression I've gotten is, yeah, he made one of his one of those again. So the thing is, is that his earlier work is a lot more subtle. If you mm-hmm. watch Five Centimeters Per Second, it is definitely melodramatic, but it is not bombastic in any way it's a very subdued melancholic kind of melodrama right and the same thing with garden of words um and then now he's kind of gone for that crowd-pleasing massive blockbuster thing and i swear to god in the last 20 minutes of this movie there are four songs that have the, the lyrics come up on the screen in the corner and um there i also did not anticipate that the protagonist in this film would pull a gun on police at one point. That's the thing that happens. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a kind of a mess. I, I, it, I don't think it's bad. Um, and I can see it being quite appealing to a certain group, but I feel like it, it, so the, the conceit is that there's a girl who could make it rain or make it sunshine. And it, it's, it seems like a great thing at first, but then it turns out that it's actually a curse. Right. Oh, no. Um, and oh, wow, that's, it's sad. It's super sad. Uh, and, but at the same time, the protagonist who is not the girl, he's in love with the girl, uh, is on the run from the, the popo because he ran away from home and he's 16 and he's living in Tokyo and he finds a gun. And, uh, I really felt like <clears throat> the movie was being torn in two different directions. It was torn in, it was, it was simultaneously trying to be this, you know, teen runaway drama and also this sort of bombastic over the top uh, romantic thing involving, you know, the weather and uh, in like inspirational and how people engage together in in the culture or whatever. Um, And I, I just thought it was a little mishandled. There's too many elements going on. You can either have your protagonist point a gun at cops or have a girl that is able to control the weather. You can't have them both. Um, and uh, mm. that's, it's, it's not bad. It's just not as good as your name. I think your name's like uh, just, just great popcorn move filmmaking, frankly. Uh, and this does not quite live up to it, but it is heart achingly beautiful to look at. I don't know if anybody is working on that level right now. It's just staggering the beauty of of the filmmaking and uh, the 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 raw ability that he has as a, 
And there are some very stunning uh, visual ideas at the end of the film, which I won't go too far into. But if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah, the beauty of it is staggering. I think it's worth watching. Just don't expect fucking high art or anything. Uh, that's weathering with you. Yeah. Neat. There you go. Anyway, next thing. What is next? You also didn't watch. Here we go. Uh, Boku no Tanari ni Ankoku Hakaishin Gaimasu. Mm -hmm. That means a destructive god sits next to me. Not as exciting as it sounds. Oh. Uh, Where's my screen? Oh, there's that guy. Okay. Yeah, so this is a manga. Animation EMT squared. Um, did not know what this was going in. It's a, uh, it's a Chuni show. It's a, it's an eye patch Chuni kid, and he sits next to a protagonist who's like a cat boy who is not having it. He does not like it. Uh, and uh, the uh, the bits we get here is is eye patch Chuni kid. He walks into class soaking wet with a dog, and he calls him uh, Cerberus. Of course, and says that he knew him in a past life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and everyone is everyone is not uh, playing along. They do not like his antics. Anyway, everyone's very clearly tired of this guy's shit. Um, but uh, the Chuni guy has grown attached to main character, and he is always annoying him, even though he doesn't like it. He calls him Gestober. And uh, my favorite, my favorite bit is that when he t- when his eye patch comes off, he gets possessed by yeah. his, like wild alter ego who is named Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> I just like oh, don't make Miguel take over. And he's like not even that different, but his, his name is Miguel. <laughs> is, uh, that's that, that uh, is pretty funny. It is. There are some okay bits. Yeah. Uh, um, Do you think if you watched uh, the the Kiyoani Chunibyo again? Um, I haven't seen it since it was coming out in like 2012 or whatever. Oh yeah, no, um, that show's great. It's still good. I haven't seen it's, it in a while. I have not seen it since then either. But I, there are some shows I'm unsure. I'm not confident of their how well they've aged. But I'm almost positive that show is mm. still great. I just feel it. Those characters are so great. It's got those great fight fight sequences too. Yeah, the animation so silly. Um, yeah, he's he's getting kind of semi-bullied in a hallway and he breaks a window and everyone is like oh shit he's actually being serious but then he cries um and then they're trying the main character has to uh study with him and another guy and they're not taking it seriously and one of them wrote a manga about the amino acids as characters and they play ds on the roof uh and there's a bit where it's like he's, uh, it's not worth going into. I don't know. The stinger at the end of the episode is that the main character is actually dumb and he scores the lowest on the test. And Chuni no. guy actually scores very high. That's crazy. I uh, you know. Uh, Remember when we had like an hour-long tangent on the last episode about you looking into your Pokemon cartridges? Yeah, I remember that. That was That's some fine. shit. Yeah. Um, speaking of some shit. Oh, fucking Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is uh, just a winner. Just a winner this time around, huh? We're all, I think we're all winners when we're watching 
22 divided by seven. I refuse to, I'm going to pronounce the whole thing every time. Um, a lot of websites being very inconsistent, actually, whether it's 22 over seven or Nanabu no Nijuni. I still don't know. Cause there's also a short associated with it. That's called Nanabu no Nijuni. I don't fucking know. This is an original multimedia project starring a bunch of idols, uh, animation by not Kyoani. a one. I swear it's a one. I couldn't find anyone in the staff who worked on anything Kiwani related, so I guess this art style is just a straight ripoff. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the main girl, it looks like bargain bin Kiwani, I think. Mm-hmm. Looks, it looks I would, like the offs. I would believe this is like 2014 Kiwani, if you told me. Um, if they're, they're trying to shove this shit out before Hibiki Euphonium or whatever. Right, sure, yeah. Uh, they're just like, we need to make a quick buck, let's make an idol show. Yeah, you know? there you go. Except let's make it not fun like our other stuff. Uh, so yeah, what I love in my idol shows personally, fucking plotting, emo, whining. I love dull, moping, winter piano bullshit. I mean, we're talking just the most sad sack ass fucking wet blanket hose we can get our hands on. Well, I mean, just like the one, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just but she's also it. our main character. Yeah, um, which like, you know... There's a whole bunch of characters, but we just have to be stuck with the one that is uh, completely unfun to watch. She And she's so cute. It's such a shame. Um, it's like, if she were, like, quiet and also had this mop head and, you know, was shy, but also had some cute quirks or, yes. you know, like Misaka, make her like a frog, anything. Just make her like something. Make her happy at any, just fucking give her anything. Instead of just being completely ungrateful oh. for the opportunity of a lifetime. Well, I mean, that's... Wait, that's your problem? What the fuck? What? This is the most sus that's... shit. This is well, yeah, most... yeah, 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 that's... yeah. They're, I know that they're worshipping in front of a... T- but, like, I... She gets <laughs> I brought into the... You're, you, she gets... She mopes for 22 minutes, and then she gets brought into the Epstein Temple, and you're like, what the fuck? Why isn't she more appreciative well, that this she's is, in the that's Epstein the, Temple? That's, that's the... the that's, that's the cherry on top of the shit cake, dude. <laughs> It's it's like That's such a weird hangout. You've got chosen. You got chosen by the rock. Now I've never been chosen by no fucking rock. I earn everything from the ground up, and then this bitch is all she's like, "Look, you're you're here. Are your choices. You just got fired from your fucking meaningless part time job as a stalker. I'm not gonna fucking look a gift horse in the eye. If this if this rock I needs mean, my it's a gift horse, it's a fucking magic." It's some terminal dogma shit that some guy. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna once you're once gonna be end, a star, honey. Like, no, once, that's the least. They, that's the most normal reaction is to be like, no, fuck out of here. Once they inevitably end up having you kill the other people in the fucking group, you make sure you're the one that fucking lives. That's all I'm fucking saying. Okay, it's, it's, well, that's you're saying she should have more bloodlust to her. If that's what the Rock needs, <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a more of a idol or a, you know. Temple. It's uh, 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 an obelisk. Yeah. Well, it's too much detail to be. Yeah, I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, so yeah, it's you know, there's so much marketing behind this, and then the CG looks like absolute shit. It's just inexcusable. Um, and they don't even dance this episode; it's just in the opening. So this is yeah, she's a quiet girl. She's got a sick mom. She works at the the cone beanie, and she gets the uh, completely s- spam looking letter from a talent agency to tell that tells her to meet them at the zoo 
So she goes to the zoo, which is already like, this is a, you, why did you do this? There's no like, no one would ever do this. If anyone got a letter telling them to go to a zoo because you're going to be a star, honey. No. That's insane. That's an insane thing to do. Um, but there's no like, she has no, uh, she has nothing left to lose or she gets some inspiration to take a gigantic chance. It's just like, I guess I'll go to the fucking gorilla exhibit at the zoo and see if I be an idol. Yeah, uh, and it's not like the zoo is cheap. There's the admission it might be the a zoo. public zoo. I don't know. A public zoo? Is that a thing? In Japan? I don't know. Maybe. Public zoo. I don't like zoos. Have we talked about zoos before? It's been a while since I've been to a zoo. I don't know. I, I don't like them. I think they they smell bad. Well, they definitely smell bad. I mean, at some point, I I figure zoos like are aware of their reputation, and hopefully they're like hopping the animals up on caffeine or meth or something to get them to, you know, get some energy into them yeah it's gotten to a point where it's like zoos are really essential for maintaining certain species and that's just about it like that's the only justification you can come to for them is like that there are this this species would literally not survive in the wild but maybe it'll be useful to us someday you know (laughs) uh yeah but anyway yeah no I'm, i'm not i mean you can't get me near a zoo what a waste of time aquariums on the other hand aquariums are dope I like aquariums, yeah. Big old grouper. Aquariums just a personal. zoo for fish. Yeah. Personally, I think. I would go to a zoo with a with with a lady. I, almost, well, actually, whatever, you know. I scratched that. I would go anywhere with a lady. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Would you go to a would you go to a worship in front of a big old totem? Big old rock with a lady? Oh, She's, yeah, sure. Why not? I don't know. She's like, "Hey, would you like to come with me on my Mecca trip? We're gonna go. Fuck the, it, yeah. We're gonna go to the Holy Land." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we meet our other girls. Um, there's a cheery blonde gal. There's a loud, scaredy cat one. There's a serious business lady. There's a there's a very literal one with glasses who looks a bit older. There's a super stylish one who's supposed to be cool, I guess. And of course, you have the bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the, and the last one is ultra genki, super sighted. And then there's like the, uh, not the producer like they have an idol master, but there's this like rep guy who's like super huge and ripped in a suit. And it's uh, really n- like no one would go along with this. They're not even trying to justify why they're following this guy. He doesn't even explain how he found them, let alone what merits they chose them based on. And then he takes them into a secret facility beneath the zoo. And it's like this men in black bullshit. And that, then that of, facility is fucking absolutely gigantic. Yep. It's it is it is like it's an entire the, studio. It's a huge fucking studio. It is a, a miracle of, em, like of, of engineering. Shit. Yeah. It's the greatest engineering marvel of the modern the modern age. And it's like instead of showing them being like, what the fuck is this? There's like a montage of them just They're dancing. They're dancing and shit. Just, it's just a montage of them becoming idols, and it's like, you know show them being like even a second of like hey what's why is there a huge complex for us under this is yes the fuck uh, also, there's a shrine uh, um, and then there's more moping so 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 why would you show them the shrine already why wouldn't you because make apparently like, they'll go along with fucking anything man i don't know show them show whip it out like at this point they i don't think there's anything that would creep them uh, away from you we gotta point. see that you're more than just a pretty face well, you want to see how dedicated you, you are. You want to be a cause. star, don't you? Yeah, rub my zip. You ever give her, give her, give a back massage? I have six hundred dollars in my pocket. A little lower. 
a little yeah. lower. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have um, to work for that money. So she main character leaves, and this is when she she gets fired for being too mopey, and so she sells her keyboard, and um, then uh, she mopes some more. I love me some moping, baby. Keep moping. Oh, and then she not even not only, not only moping, we get some crying. So one. Um, and then finally she goes back to the shrine where I guess everyone's just been hanging out for like two days and uh, they activate it and um, just, it starts glowing. I thought John Podesta was going to pop out, but then it's like a note about, I don't remember what it said. Just fucking, I don't know. I was confused. But what if idols were bad though? What if being idol wasn't good? What if you didn't want to be an idol? That's what. That's just wake up, girls. I think, and that was I, bad too. Oh, I know. I was there. I man, remember. I man, I want to. I want to rewatch Idol Master. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought, so I thought you were gonna say you want to rewatch Wake Up Girls, and I'm like, let's do it, baby. Wake Up Girls saved. Remember that? That wasn't that. I don't think he was. I don't think he was even trying that one. That Wake Up Girls was so fucking terrible. You didn't I think watch that. I, I watched a good portion of Wake Up Girls. What? Why uh, did you ever tell me when you've seen th- what the fuck? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Why would like you the, watch any of that? Um, I was I was intrigued by it. Um, I, I I don't think I had seen anything idol related at that point. That was like 2014. Um. So yeah. <laughs> I, well, I wasn't. I, I was just like, this is this is bizarre. It's so ugly, and it starts to get ugly. Like, cause like I think there was like an intro movie or something. It yeah, was the like movie a, was okay actually, I guess. Yeah, and then like it immediately starts falling off. I'm like, God. Uh, anyway, God, that must. I wonder if that started or if it further reinforces like this weird trend of you, the only things you get more than an episode into are terrible. And I'm like, why the fuck did you continue with that? Well, I just know that I'm, if there's anything actually interesting, I'm going to finish it for the podcast. Uh. So you didn't have a podcast back then, 2014. No, oh, <laughs> we started in mid 2015. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I uh, I didn't care for. This. I thought this was a a, a, a snore, a big old snore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I need another drink. Do you want to pause really quick? Yeah, let's pause this live broadcast. Well, he, think I am. Hit it with some music. Genie, I think I'm a wizard. Um, okay, just hit him with that 98 degrees again. All right, yeah, sure. They got enough. Go get yourself a, a cold one. I don't know why we need music. I'm gonna be here. I'm just gonna sit in here. Also, it's all stuttery. figure that out it just happens sometimes oh it sounds really bad I hope this isn't coming through in the recording they still have copyright going on YouTube on this shit I'm gonna be pissed shit this, su- this music sucked in like 1998 or whatever it had the hubris to be like oh you can't play that you can't play that over your anime you podcast. I'm done. I feel Killing me. Those, these men all look like deep fakes now. I'm just going to commentate over the music video. And stuff. 
playing the music. They all look like deep fakes. They all look like Italian deep fakes, except for the one really ugly guy, which is so funny now that Ethan's pointed it out to me. Uh, this week's episode brought to you by a whole just two liters of Bud Light Seltzer. This week's episode brought to you by Hole. <laughs> which one's Hole? Is that Courtney Love? That's what I was thinking. There's also Cake, who's not Hole. No. <laughs> how many how many one syllable bands can we think of? Uh Hole did uh or wait, no, okay, wait. Who did Head Like a Hole? Head Like a Hole is Nine Inch Nails. It's Trent Reznor. Oh, well what's Hole's song? Hole has a song. Celebrity skin. Okay, yeah, that must be it. Violet. I never listened. I never listened. Yeah, it's celebrity skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Head Like a Hole is a great song. I listen, I've been listening to that album a lot recently. First Nine Inch Nails record. Oof. So awesome. Sick. It, it, it still works. It still works in the year of our Lord 2020. Mm-hmm. That, that, that Nine Inch Nails. I don't know who that you is that he's so angry at, but I'm angry at them too. Dad. Hey, Dad. The government. Your girlfriend. <laughs> your All boss. three, baby. All the same. Yep. Oh, they're all the same in, in, in Trent Reznor's eyes. Uh, do we want to go into the reviewers or do we want to cover a short? Did you watch any more shorts? Did you watch Natsunagu? I did. Okay, let's talk about Natsunaga then. Why not? All right. Um, I have notes all the way down here in the shorts section. This is one of those shows that's just financed by a prefecture. <laughs> this would be like, hey, Massachusetts made a show. Well, not Massachusetts. Maybe like a... Maybe like a maybe in Michigan. Michigan would have the money. Maybe something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's anime is set in the prefecture, and both the staff and voice cast features Kumamoto natives. The anime is intended to support the prefecture's rebuilding and revival efforts after the April 2016 earthquakes. So, if you don't like this show, you're fucking basically dem- demolishing people's houses. You're you're basically the, leaking radiation into the water supply of these people. That's not the I don't wrong think earthquake, Moto, buddy. I don't think no, no, had it's, not, it's not Fukushima. The, no. Okay, twenty sixteen, not twenty eleven. It's different, different quake, different problem. There's no studio info on this. I don't know. I guess they just got the townspeople together and draw these cute girls. Well, well, if they did, that's they did a they did a decent job. I like yeah. their style. Surprising. Um, yeah, four minutes. It is a pleasing art style. Um, it's about this girl who uh, has this web friend in Kumamoto who uh, uh, goes dark and she has to go meet her. Um, and she wears big Tokyo girl pants. She's got that bold style. You know. She's, got, she's, she's bringing halfway, back the Jinkos. They're halfway to Jink. They're like khaki Jinkos. Kinkos. <laughs> uh you know FedEx Kinkos is no longer a thing? Uh, oh, is that where you print things? Yeah, they, I they guess I, I think I vaguely it. remember that going out of business. Yeah, yeah but uh, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, she's, that's the, you've just sum, summed up the entirety of this program. Well, she <laughs> shows up down there, and I guess it's because it's like Southern. They got Southern hospitality. Everyone's. I, got the I do like the bell. accents. The subs have the accents. They there. have a crazy accent, and uh, the lady forces her into her car. They're so polite, and then she gets lost. Very dramatic, like uh, very dramatic ED. 
Um, not a lot of establishing shots of this. It's supposed to be about this place, but there's, they don't really show the place a lot. It must kind of suck, really, is what the impression I got, because they're not even showing anything. You know what? Out of support for their efforts. I guess it was destroyed, destroyed by an earthquake. Uh, uh, because of uh, out of support for their efforts next time we go to japan we will go to kumo i'm sure we'll pass by if we go oh well, that's really down there okay it's well, way down there uh, we're, we're uh, going to we're going to uh okinawa are we i mean we I, have to take a plane to okinawa we would not pass by we would not be in kumo no i want to catch wait wait where is okinawa how far down Dude, it's there? it's way farther south than you think <laughs> i think is what's going on here it's Let like me- halfway to taiwan let me get directions from Okinawa to Kumamoto. Sure, yeah, no, it's going to be a plane because it's an island. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or okay. a ferry. Oh, God, that would be like a three-day ferry. I don't think, I wonder if that even... Yeah, no. Okay. Um, Probably, it's like exactly halfway to Taiwan. Well, we'll see if we can make it there. We'll consider it. <laughs> Just take a day, go to Kumamoto, because... If we tell everyone that, they'll be like, yes, tax dollars. Well, we could probably find successful. the voice actors. We could probably. It's not that their- small. It's like a small Japanese prefecture. So it's, you know, got 15 million people or probably, you know, whatever. Hey, man, we just got to go. We got to have the poster and walk around pointing at it and be like, it looks like go, a Doko Deska. I'm a Google Maps. They got a McDonald's. This, is, this looks nice. It's Japan. So, you know, it's nice. There's little parks. Little cars. It's pretty far Open. south. Is there a beach? Um, is it even on the? Is it on the coast? Is it border? There's yeah, no. It's, there's a bay. Uh, I wonder if it's nice or if it's just kind of like. Yeah, it looks like surprisingly fishing. few beaches in Japan for a country that's all a coastline. That's why we got to go to Okinawa. Yeah, I don't know if that's where you got to go if you want a fucking beach. Yeah, all of Japan is just like, hey, here's a road, and then there's a wall, and the ocean. You don't go on the ocean. Yeah, we, we we walk on land here. We did get to see a little bit they, of ocean. Yeah, you see it, but it's like, you don't, that's not where, and then when you do get on a beach, it's like, no, this isn't for people. If you this is for here, fishing. It's have to, yeah, it's because you leave all your fishing stuff here. That's why it seems weird in anime when they're always freaking out about the beach, but I guess it's actually uh, more unusual than you would think. I, I wonder if we would lesson. see, do we have a base in Okinawa? Yeah. Would we see a bunch of white people there? Some, yeah. I'm going to fight them for supremacy. Sure. No, that, that's you can do that. Wow. Oh, man. Japan. Fight man. for the honor of Japan. Be like this. this How dare the, you rape these land. civilians? Yeah. yeah. Please, please. Simping for Japanese women by trying to beat up a bunch of Marines. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to trying to box them. And, and they're like, dude, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it was one guy. Stop. <laughs> dude, the last rape was 10 years ago. Yeah, just, ah. Uh. It's like, the, if you look at our rape number versus Chicago, it's like, <laughs> I don't know if Chicago has a bunch of rapes, but. I mean, it's higher than the average in Japan, I'm sure. Yeah, when your That's average is like near it. zero. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I, I don't know. I, I like the way that this looked, and I, I, uh, I it could be cute. Once they compile the whole thing, and it might be uh, a worthwhile piece of entertainment. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be like hey, a camp where it's just every uh, every uh, episode is her going to a different place looking for something. You know, whatever. I would, uh, I would, I. You know what? This might be our tourist guide. 
This might be our tourist guide to Kumamoto. We might be able to get everything we need to know about this place out of this series of four-minute shorts. I don't know if there's much we need to know, but sure. Yeah. Um, and while we're on shorts, you know, the tragedy of this whole season is I we really I really did watch everything, meaning literally every except for lying babies. Where are the lying babies? It does not it's simply not there. It's a ghost. It was sent it's 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 a prank, I'm convinced. Yeah, no, it's it's a heartbreaker. It's a bummer. Um, but uh, anyways, full shows. Yeah, uh, Ishu Zoku reviewers. It's pee pee time. Do you like it when the boner gets chub? You like it? Do you like it when pee pee? You like the pee pee feeling? And gorge. Fucking animal. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. Interspecies reviewers. Yes. Uh, my first couple notes are just like dozens of lines of the Lenny face. Um, manga adaptation by Passion. They did Citrus and Hinako Note and Rail Wars. They like titties. This is a different kind of Rail Wars. Exactly. Well, I mean, Rail Wars. And actually, it's not really. Rail Wars is also pretty booby. Um, I uh, So... I, uh, it's about it's about a couple of fellas, and they really like suck you girls. Mm. Um, suck you. You could just call them suck you by. I don't know why they need to have girls there. It's uh, redundant, I think. But I didn't like the designs in the promo art are worse than in the show. I was like really concerned. I thought it was going to take a lot to get me to like the designs. They're not as weird in the show. In like the poster, they're like these weird fucking goblin things. <laughs> and there's they still are in the show, but they're like it seems like they toned them down a little bit. And um main characters are this guy and this uh elf lad and uh they have a of of a quarrel about age differences cuz the elf guy likes old human bitches who are young to him and the human likes old elf bitches who are young to him. I think I got that right. Yes. Uh, so that's what they're talking about all the time. What a and, predicament. Uh, there's this old bitch that the the elf guy likes to fuck and I, it, the, she's supposed to be 50 apparently. Which is that's, that is funny. the funniest thing in the entire show. That's is the, that the, whole, that's the Yeah, it's the most brutal. It's, I, I get it's rough business, but it's like, oh my god, 50. It's like she's sagging. She's just like has white hair. She looks disgusting. <laughs> they should have made her 35. Like just that would have been funny. Yeah. Oh, she's hit the wall. Disgusting. Oh, oh white, white age, like, <laughs> like meat. It, it's just like, I mean, they, they mean, I, I know that we, we whiteies, I mean, you whiteies, I guess, mm-hmm. um, have a tendency to age rather poorly, but they did the white race dirty this time around. Yeah, they couldn't. They, yeah. I mean, it's all humans. I don't know if it's specifically. I don't know why she has to be white. That's that's no Japanese fifty year old. I've seen them in this universe. I don't know. Um, but they're talking about ladies. Everyone except the human guy wants that old pussy. Um, what the fuck's so, the deal? What's wrong with all the other all, species? They're all monsters. I don't know. They feel the energy or something. So they save uh, this angel who's hermaphroditic, but. Uh, the, the angel doesn't tell them that. I thought that was peculiar. 
Um, I, I, well, I mean, they're obviously weird perverts, so I guess I get it. Just, I, I didn't like that I had to look at the bulge. Um, well, it's uh, I mean, the attitude of the show is very much a hole's a hole. So I like that didn't seem very out of character f- to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they uh, yeah, they make a deal with the angel that uh, they, that uh, he she will take them to heaven so that they can fuck whatever is in heaven. These dudes can't imagine fucking unless there's a brothel involved. It's actually very sad. So they take They'll never the angel, true love. They take the angel to get deflowered. Um, and then there's some kind of reviewing system where you get money for reviewing ladies from other species, I guess. I don't fucking know how this hasn't been figured out yet. Um, the weirdest detail is that they draw all these girls with the thousand-yard stare... It's like they really like they. Re- it's like I guess there's a lot of there's a lot of guys out there who really enjoy the de- brain deadness of the prostitute. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's the fact that they're inhuman. That's the thing that's attractive about them. Is because when you deal with humans, but they it, have emotion. But they are just human, except for the body. No, 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 no. I'm talking about prostitutes in oh. real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it's when when you have like a real human. Oh, it's that they're machines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, because then, then they'll, like, you'll look in their eyes and, and see your mom or, like, uh, your your cousin or something and be like, man, I can't believe I've done this. But when you look into them, there's nothing but the void staring back at you. It makes it okay to fuck that thing. Hmm. That's... that's Not that I have experience, but... Great to know. So then they, um, they go on a quest to, uh, fuck a bird, and, um, they, uh, they bring back reviews of the bird um in excruciating detail seemingly just to like humiliate the one bird lady who uh works in the bar they frequent that's a power move so that everyone knows uh what sex with her species is like and it's just depressing really the whole thing has just made me feel bad it's just another rpg show where instead of xp like the quests are rewarded with short scenes depicting purely transactional sex is just bummed me out. I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it at all. That's funny because I loved it. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I expected uh, to like it, actually. Everyone's going crazy for this. I think people have been fucking duped. No, I, I like it. Uh, I um, It's, you know, you got to make a living, right? And these women just happen to make their living by being husks. They, 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 it's not hard to fill a husk, put anything in there and it'll be fine. Um, uh, this gave me the boner ton. This gave me the boner tin. So that's a thumbs up for me. I like the other monster girl show, Monster Musume. That had heart. The girls were, uh, no, no, this is shameless. That's what I like about it. Uh, I get, it just gives me like Ajita. It's just like. Gives me this weird existential like un- it's I've it's when you're at a party and and like it, I don't I don't know I uh, I I like that they sexually harassed the barmaid. I didn't like <laughs> that one. I I, uh, I like I liked how they made her really uncomfortable because now everybody's thinking about having sex with the barmaid. Um, and, and well, normally when that happens to a character, it's like teasing, but they just like went and found another one of her and fucked it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I yeah. don't, that's not, 
I don't like. I don't. No, like it's, that. it's it's uh, it's disgusting, and that's what makes it great. <laughs> it's really just. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, sometimes, sometimes you're into a little bit of just uh, shameful, <laughs> just shameful, inhuman sex stuff. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you feel uh, like you just want to really. Um, not look at a sex object as a as a living being for a bit, and uh, is just purely an object of lust. And I feel like I relate to these guys because of that. <laughs> uh. I'm mostly joking, but uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, the girls were hot, and I hope that they they bring back more cowgirls. There was a cowgirl in this, and uh, I like the big milky udders. I I see. Interesting. Well. Um, cool. Hey, this is refreshing. We both watched Kyoko Suiri in slash Spectre, but it's Spectre like the ghost. Uh, this one hey. was, uh, really something. I, I mean, I felt like we spent 90% of this episode of this show on a park bench. <laughs> um, kind of, yeah. Established yeah. with flashbacks. This is a 2011 novel with a manga that's been going since 2015. Uh, Brains Base. I feel like I haven't seen them in a while. But it's about this girl. Um, she wakes up in a hole. And then later she's talking to this guy on a bench. And um, she's talking to him about keeping him from tripping two years ago in a hospital. And she's been waiting to uh, ask him out since then. But he had a girlfriend who just dumped him. And... Um, she, uh, she's she likes him because he's like a goat. This is the best girl of the season. She's fucking, um, she's perfect, literally flawless. Well, I can think of two big problems. No, there, but. <laughs> oh, I get it. I, okay, I thought that was a booby thing, but it's a, yeah. She's a, uh, she's a cripple. Her name is Kotoko. Um, yeah. Then the guy. He has this cunty ex-girlfriend. Um, so, but they're not together anymore. So, and then she asks him out and he says no. So, he's on thin ice with me. He's kind of cool. He's canonically hot. But, um, I don't know. And then it, um, I forgot the show was about magic shit. And he's like, yo, I saw a cryptid. <laughs> he saw a Kappa. One of those reptile guys that uh, Japanese people see in yes. rivers. And then his girlfriend dumped him because he, because he scared the cryptid. Because <laughs> the cryptid I, was freaked, I couldn't, freaked I couldn't out follow by him. any of this. I couldn't follow any of what was going on in that scene. This really? is what I. This is yeah. No, I I don't know why you would you would dump somebody for him freaking out a cryptid. I was completely lost here. It, I do have it, to say this was at the height it's... of my drunkenness, though. Okay, what was this today? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it freaked her out that something so scary was scared of him, I guess. I thought girls liked that. Not this one. I told you she was a cunty. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, and then the Kotoko, she was kidnapped by a bunch of dumbass monsters who wanted her to be like their god. So then they get rid of her eye and her leg. Um, and uh, so they, they talk on the bench for a while. Then she heads home on the bus and she gets... She meets. This, she talks to this bloody, spooky samurai ghost, and he's really scared of him too. So everyone's really scared of this guy. And um, then uh, 
he's doing research and she and he and uh, her, her kidnapping was real because there's a newspaper article about it. Then she meets up with him again. She does a little, the little, she does a little like bow with the skirt lift when she greets him. Like, like, is that a curtsy? I don't know. It's great. She has a cane and a little hat. She does you're have these share, things. You're not sharing my enthusiasm. She, I, yeah, I was like, uh, just not like, well, I was not invested in this. Maybe she, maybe she was a brain dead herpes snake there you go yeah 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 you really have to fucking just scorch your dick after you're done penetrating those prostitute girls like if you're not rubbering up you're in for a fucking rough time um and i don't know this girl looks like she's like a sentient being and that's not really what i'm into for the most part um i've trained myself i've trained myself to only want to fuck rubber orifices yeah i the one thing i couldn't figure out that i couldn't follow is i couldn't figure out if anyone these things or not because I don't think they can back of her in the hospital and there's this thing stirring her coffee cup but the cop next to her didn't seem to notice but now there's this raccoon ghost and she's talking to it and the dude is not acting weird so it's like okay I guess he can see them but why um and then um she uh has to take care of this big nasty demon guy in the library and she almost gets eaten by it and he saves her I don't know how she this stuff (laughs) she's been doing this for like six years apparently and um She's just been fine, but now she he's here and she uh, needs a lot of help. I don't know, but um, and then the dude gets his arm eaten, but it's at, and the demon does not like the taste of his arm when he explodes. Um, I did like that sequence. I liked how the demon was melting. I thought that was a cool looking kind of image of this uh, whole this whole show is fucking sick. I like these characters a lot. It's good intrigue. It's just really good. Uh, number two of the season next to Azo Ken. Okay. Oh, well, I'm happy for you. I couldn't follow a goddamn thing that was going on here. This uh, is not a complicated show. I think this uh, might normally was, I'd be like, oh, I get that. But I don't think this one might I, be a little bit on you. <laughs> I think I think I felt I think most of the this episode was spent with my head on a tilt, just trying to like wait, hold mm. on. Um and uh yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have much of an opinion on this. I was too trashed to really pick up what's going on. <laughs> well, I can't wait for the rest of these shows. Oh, I got the next one. No, you don't. No, you're right. Um, but I just, these, these two characters are great. It's like, uh, you know, the, like cool male, female crime fighter duos annoy me. Like the idea of that annoys me. But this one, first of all, it seems like it's going to kind of happen organically. And also I like it. It's being done good. Cause she's, like smart, but not in an annoying way. And she's got, like I said, you gotta have the. Quirks. She's not. She's she lo- not. She's not obnoxious smart. That's true. No, she's cute. She loves goats for some reason, yes. and she's like very old fashioned. Even uh, she's like this tiny seventeen year old girl. When and you're touched, when you're touched by the by the demons, you'll you will become old fashioned. Yeah, she, she grew up a little quick. She got her shit torn off. Um, great fashion. Ah, can't wait for more of that one. Do you remember when Brainspace made Gakko and Babysitters? Yes. You remember that show? I remember watching those, one episode of that show, yeah. They had those babies. Mm-hmm, I remember the babies. What was going on in that? What was the there deal? Was guy, there was a guy taking care of some babies, you know? I can, I I can know. see how you'd want to watch that. I don't Are think the, the babies the baby, funny? The babies didn't talk, did they? I don't believe they did, but I but think they, they did, had personalities. They did stu- yeah, they had personality. We should watch yeah. that guy next show about babysitters. About babies. About babies. Guy next Hanamaru, is the baby show? Hanamaru Kindergarten, I think. I mean, it's like 2010 Gainax, so I think like 
Oh my god. I how, think how, the trigger guys had already left. How did I not know about this? You didn't know about Hanamaru Kindergarten? No, dude. It's, oh, the weird, it's that weird era of Gynax. Yeah, where like all the talent was completely sapped. <laughs> like like leaving. Oh, they did Panty and Stocking, but it's like Panty and Stocking was in between like uh, Go Sick and Hanamaru yeah, Kindergarten yeah. and like fucking Medaka Box and all this weird. I've literally fucking never heard of this. How did I miss this? I mean, it's not a big popular show. It's just I like know, but I thought I, I thought I knew all about the Gynax. Oh, no. I mean, they have some. Have some less legendary shows. You know about Go Sick, right? Though, right? Or wait, not Go Sick. They didn't do Go Sick. I'm talking about the other Medaka Box. No Medaka Box. No, there's the other one about the. Um, I always get Go Sick mixed up with Corpse Princess. Um, Dantalian, the Mystical Archives of Dantalian. Oh wow! Yes. Uh, yes, I do know about that, but that's that's like deep, deep recesses of my memory. <laughs> like, uh, I need to compare this to Gosick because is the art style is similar as I'm a man. Damn, Gynax hasn't done. Yeah, it looks a... exactly the fucking same. Holy shit! No wonder I get these mixed up. Fuck! I guess the Gosick girl is blonde. That's how I got to remember it. Gynax hasn't done a television show since 2015. Yep. Hmm. Or didn't they do a short recently? Where I was like, holy shit, it's Gynax. I almost didn't look this up. I, d- I couldn't tell you. Um, there was something. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I gotta know. Hold on. No, it's gonna be impossible for me to find this. Apparently they have a, a three-part movie series coming out. That was in 2019. Uh, in t- December 2019, Representative Director Tomohiro arrested on allegation of quasi forcible indecency on an aspiring voice actress. That was the first result for 2019 on the Guy Next Wikipedia article. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds like what it would be happening in Guy Next right now. Um, I they're not uh, they're they're I. Those Evangelion movies are co-production with Kara, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Or they were? Huh. It's not on that Wikipedia. Maybe it's just Kara now. Uh, yes. Anyway. So that was Inspector. I'm happy for you. It's a bad pun, though. It's English. Whatever. Um, you didn't watch Xenon's Zard. As much as I wanted to. Oh yeah, man. Uh, should the I think the fans of this show should call themselves Xenon Tards. Oh my gosh, I love it. This is a card game being drawn by Eight Bit. I don't think episode one is even out yet, so this is episode zero that I watched. Oh shit, you're at the ground floor. Uh, the backstory. Oh god, I forgot about this. I watched this whole stupid card game show. I guess the backstory is that some witch got burned in sixteen sixty six. That's fucking awesome. Uh, That's a good then, year. And then they're playing these. Uh, they're playing a card game, and these monsters, man. G. It's like, it's like this. I can't. I, I'm trying to describe this art style, but it's just like super. It's supposed to be like futury, and everyone's very. Everyone's got crazy hair colors. Whoa! Is that what that looks like? What the fuck? Oh, buddy, these things look <laughs> insane. <laughs> they look beyond. 
goofy. Um, in boots. Fucking yeah. classic. <laughs> and it's all just like mecha rhinocera. And it's like the cheesiest Yu-Gi-Oh shit, but even worse CG. Um, apparently the Boogie Pop guy worked on this, and I can tell because there's one shot with a crow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the rest of it is just cyber people, you know. That's the best I can describe as these character designs. Are. They're cyber people. Um, and the main character, um, uh, he, uh, there's a cyber lady. She's staring at everyone from like rooftops and shit. And he's like, I don't play Xenon Zard anymore. And everyone's like, but you used to love playing Xenon Zard. And his back, his backstory so, uh, of him playing Xenon Zard with grandpa. Uh, with his friends, his shop. childhood friends, actually. Xenon Zard card shop. And then he it's has the five Zion pieces. Zard, it's Zinonzar. He's like, got the five pieces of, yeah, he's got uh, of Cambodia. Yep. And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and somebody throws Cambodia in the ocean. And then he goes to so the, sad. the Zinonzard kingdom. I think that's the climax of Africa Adios. They can throw <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and anyway, so he's going to Zinonzard because he's got to get his grandpappy back. No. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> and then, uh, so he, his grandpappy, uh, but then his his best friends also got say goodbye to Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think that Xenon's uh GX is where the series really found its grounding. It's really where it started to get its its bearings and become. Great. I was actually I was recently doing some reading on Arc V, Arc Five, Yu Gi Oh Arc Five. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was like by far the best Yu Gi Oh series, and then like the second or fourth season or something so it took such a nosedive that now it's considered like the worst. Wow. I didn't like, apparently there's a huge fucking, it was a disaster. Sounds amazing. Uh, anyway, Xenon Zard cyber lady follows him around and forces him to play some cards and he loses, but she doesn't care. So, and also she's a robot. So then it's uh, she makes a contract with him, which it seems like it's going to be a smoosh, but then she just like opens his eyes and does a cyber thing or something. Uh, and then he hides her in a closet from his sister or roommate or whatever, but she finds him. Then it's time to play for real. And somehow they just go from like his apartment to like this huge fucking stadium where they're playing with hundreds of spectators and they go into game mode and there's like this, this fucking bumping EDM. And suddenly it's like a club and there's like hot ladies in like, in like <laughs> bikinis and drinks being passed around and it's like there's spotlights and all this fucking crazy you shit know, going I'm gonna on. Be honest, if I was trying to get kids interested in a card game in 20, they're trying to yeah. go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're just like this room. shit's so crazy. Like, ooh, and there's like lyrics and you'll, like, you'll get mad cunt. If you buy these cards, super glamorous. Yeah. Um, so, and there's like a DJ God. It's so, it's hilarious. Um, and this, and the CJ mon- CG monsters contrasting with that is I was, uh, I was loving it, really. Nice. Um, and then they're playing, and of course, there's the guy explaining things, explaining the game to his sister slash roommate on the sideline of everything he does. I was not paying attention to the rules of the game, so I'm sorry. I can't really uh, go into it in detail. Um, I, lo- I, you know, the one game I was, I'm, I'm focusing on backgammon. I learned how to play backgammon tonight with my dad. That game's bullshit. What? It's fucking retarded. What, what lo- are the rules of You got to roll two dice and then move your guys. Um, and but you, gotta, you, have to, you have to have two guys on a space or else you can get knocked off. And if you get knocked off, then you can only move that guy who got knocked off. So you get stuck and it just hurt. It's just, it's painful. 
Oh my god, your your dad fucking rolled you in dice. Oh, he destroyed. He was he first. I mean, he did beat me, but he also three triple sixes in two games. Um. Anyways, did he uh, teach? Did he te- did he take you into the back alley to play some fucking craps afterwards? Backgammon. Um. No, he did not. Uh, I there the um. Like this past Christmas, like I had Christmas at my dad's and like I came home and I and I saw this tweet that was like uh, the the tweet was I don't usually like highlight or celebrate this kind of tweet where it's like trying to be relatable or or whatever. But it was like taking a taking a sip of Blue Moon and, and saying so basically this game is like apples to apples if it was fucked. And I just went, oh, my God, <laughs> I have never been gotten so hard. I mean, That's I didn't funny. say that, but I was literally drinking a blue moon and having someone explain to me, like, have you ever played apples to apples? And just seeing that be like, ah, oh, cards against humanity. Oh, classic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was um, it was like you have to it was trying to relate words. I don't know what it was called. This is this is if if apples to apples drop the hard R. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is a bit of an edgier take on an old mm-hmm. standby. Yep, this is this is like if Chess had a fucking swastika tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so main characters play in this game. He uh, so it turns out his conflict is that he doesn't like winning because it made everyone kid because he was too good at Xenon's art. So he literally starts losing this gigantic game with with hundreds of spectators to like not make this hot lady he's playing against feel bad. So he's literally losing a game to simp. Um, and then he plays he plays one lady. It's not a CG monster. It's like a Birdman lady, which is animated. It's the one monster that isn't it isn't CG. Um, but then Robot Lady convinces him to get serious, so he gets serious. And then there's a different song with more lyrics, and then he wins. And then. Dear fucking lord, there's even a control room of people watching him and uh, and talking and 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 you know spectating. So ah, wow, Xenon Zard, baby. That's uh, what's your reaction to Xenon Zard? Um, co-host? I mean, I think I'm ready to throw down a face down, baby. All right, I He's end in. my turn. He's in, folks. Uh, when are we gonna do our entire coverage of of every season of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX? Once we're done, once we're done with uh, with Index, let's talk about Index, baby. We're gonna have to get our game on. Oh, every three months, watch a little bit of man. Yeah, if yeah. there's one thing I want to watch, 200 episodes. There's got to be something we could watch. Fucking yeah, we could watch all of the original Gundam. We, we could, could watch all of Vo- Legend of the Galactic Vo- Heroes. We could watch Votoms. Yeah, Le- Legend of the Galactic Heroes. We could watch Hunter Hunter. Yeah, no, just, those those sound just like worthwhile things. Watch twenty episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I like the episode where there's a baking competition and then they play the card game. I activate. Uh, I, I activate fermentation, and it's no. that allows me to upgrade no. all my cards. Oh, don't activate it. I don't want it to be activated. Game on. Uh, uh, elemental, the- elemental heroes. Yep. Gash, this X, X, I don't know. Great, yeah, great, thank you. Uh, here's the last show that anyone will take seriously. We watched Doro Hedoro. Big Lizard Man. This is a manga. Oh my god, this manga's been going since 2000. Could you tell? Oh my god. <laughs> the, the, it has is, that uh, grime, and has that, or that 2000 grime to it. Everyone looks like a Lethal League character. Yes. I was, I'm glad I, I was trying to think, like, what is this? And I, I think I hit the nail on that that one yeah 
Uh, animated by Mappa. They're still taking those old mangas and drawing them. Yes, yeah, well, the lizard guy. I think I thought it was about cooking because the whole I saw the opening before seeing the show and it was all cooking, but I guess not. That girl's chopping up that beef. This disgusting woman. It, what? First of all, the opening's good. I don't know why it's they made it so. Um, that's a bummer. The girl has this the this gross body where she's not even a muscle. She's kind of a barrel. She's so stocky. Yeah, she's a rectangle. Just horrible. I kind of like it a little bit. Uh, I mean, she's likable, but uh, she's all gross, you know. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you see a girl with a peculiarly peculiar body, and you're like, I'd still hit it. <laughs> I'd still see what's going on there. Yeah, and you know, I'm sure if I watched enough of this show, and I, you know, she's, I could get there. I'm probably already, you know, I was there pretty much I instantaneously. Would. Yeah, it's when I say something's gross, it, it doesn't mean I wouldn't fuck it. That's. <laughs> Just because I'm opposed to the Monster Girl show doesn't mean that I have bodily state. I don't know. Those are words know. to live by. Just because yeah. something's gross, that doesn't mean I would. Yeah. Uh, oh, and it's CG too, mostly. Most of it is. Um, but it's his lizard. His name is K-Man. The K-Man. He, sli- he slices up a guy. The K-Man. The town is called Hole. And uh, K-Man here lost his memories, and he really likes Gyoza. Uh, and uh, there's this Waldo fella turns bugs with magic, and he turns the lady's arms into bugs. Um, and then uh, Lizard Guy uh, chomps him, and then there's yes. a skull lady, and he eats her face. And then a naked guy pops out of him, but then it's a dream. I don't really get what's going on. Nope, not even a little bit. Uh, I mean, I get that they live in the hole. I get he. And I get that she owns a restaurant. Uh, and I get I guess there are some bad wizards. I don't know what they're trying to do. They open doors. I don't know where doors go. I don't know how these two know each other. I don't really know why their interests align. Uh, uh, mm, mm, I don't, it's, speaking of industrial, yeah, it's just very, very grimy. Uh, it's, uh, mm, wow. Yeah, I, I didn't get enough. So like... These are things that I probably should like, but I didn't episode to really be invested in any meaningful way. There are, are ideas that if I had enough context to really wrap my head around, I might find myself liking. But given the way that this first episode is presented, I was just kind of alienated a little bit. Um, I also don't find this style of quirkiness to be that entertaining, personally. I don't know like if it's a, that quirky. It's more like dude, it's, he's got it, a dude inside light, of him. It's lighthearted super violence. Yeah, that's not really my thing, frankly. Yeah. I've I've never found that to be entertaining. Um, I that doesn't really strike a chord with me personally. This uh, is one of those shows where he like dices a dude into cubes, and and yeah. and then it's supposed to be like funny, and and I I, I get like, that was supposed to be very funny, but but like 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 I don't know. I, I, it just left a bad taste in my mouth, and it's just kind of reminiscent of other things that I have not really loved that much. I don't think it's bad, and I could, I could see how people would be entertained by this because, haha, lizard man <laughs> mutilates people. Oh, <laughs> see, you're being, you're being nice, and then you got, you got us, 
you got to uh, break it down like that. I don't. Uh, yeah, sometimes you have to reduce people who have the opposite opinion of you to being complete fucking gub gub. I love Doro Hedero because I drink poo poo and eat poopy. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. Bleach is my favorite. Uh, Ooh, big spiky lizard boy. Go chompy chompy. <laughs> yeah, really, really just destroy them before they have any sort of chance to, <laughs> to put for You're not going to. I'm look. I'm past the age where I engage with people on an even playing field. I will throw any bullshit I have out there in order mm-hmm. to get the fucking edge that I need, including reducing them down to man children. And I'm not saying that you're a man child if you enjoy this show, but I'm just saying that there's a lot of man children who will like this because this is, it's not like your mama's <laughs> anime. This isn't your, this isn't your mom's anime about a lizard man. There's no, there are anime bitty anime titties. Sure. But it's not said in the high school, so it's cool. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, this is for uh, big diaper, big diaper children. That's not true. <laughs> That's our take. Yeah. The no. official stance. Oh, and also now that we've been live for an hour and a half, I'm gonna post this stream to Twitter. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not for me. I, I don't. I don't think it's bad. But is, I, oh, that's what I was gonna say. This is one of those shows where I. I 76 and i can't tell right now so i don't know if i'm gonna get invested because it's you know it's been go it's been it has 26 volumes we're not gonna finish nothing's getting concluded uh for a while for watching this i have I only have so many long form epics i could watch i just finished um vinland saga the, like the first oh, season really? of vinland saga 24 episodes which is like basically a masterpiece it's a it's it's a historical uh it's a fantastic historical drama that's extremely satisfying. But even though it's so good, it's like you've watched 24 episodes of this and it's like, and then they just end it with like a montage. Like here are all the characters you haven't met yet. And I'm just like, Oh, oh yeah, gotta, this has been so fucking good. It's going to keep being so fucking good, but it's, we're a third of the way through. Fuck. So, so that ended up being great then. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But it's like, it truly is a saga where it's just like, I feel like we've switched protagonists four times, you know, and it just keeps going. Um, crazy good, though. Um, nice. Although apparently the next arc, I, I keep hearing about this very long farming arc where the guy is just farming for a long time. And everyone got really bored. That happens. That's a thing that happens <laughs> inevitably. In all- <laughs> the guy becomes a farm. He has like a Thanos thing. I don't know. Look, if you're going to have a, a piece of media over 20 episodes, you're going to inevitably reach that point where you're mm-hmm. going to have that kind of shit. Um, what I, I don't know if, okay, so we're going to, we're going to, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to really reveal this much, but we're going to do a Gundam. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to do a Gundam. Of, not a typical Gundam, but we're going to watch one. Yeah. Are we sure that we don't want to do a, a big one? Are, are we, we sure? We want a standalone one. We can't just, we're not watching 1973 Gundam or whatever, because we'll, Fucking we could, kill ourselves. We it's, could watch those. They're like movies that compile it, though. That like, that might put a bad taste in our mouth. Compilation movies are like not the best way to. I don't know, man. I've heard people say that the Gundam ones are good, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's, I I would be fine watching the Gundam that we're talking about watching. That'd be great. But I I'm just saying we maybe take another look at the. Um, at some point, yeah. No, that's I would not. What, what are your actual opinions on Dora Hedro? Dora Hed, Dora Hedro. I told you. No, I don't, I don't know. It was like I didn't get much out of it, but it wasn't bad necessarily. All right. 
Did did people like this one? I don't know. I think people like it. Like. Yeah, I think people like it. Okay, good for them. Uh, Fucking retards. They like a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll do the one I watch, and then we'll finish with one we both watch. That's a great idea. But we both we last two shows, a couple of boy shows, shows for boys. Yep. Um, and the one I watched is called A3 exclamation mark seasons, spring and summer. There will be a uh, fall and winter, I believe. Those are my preferred seasons anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was about idols. This is about boys, but they're actors. Uh, oh. it's, it's PA works and three Hertz. Um, and also in case you're wondering, we've gone way past the point where I can find information. about. This. I don't know what this is. I don't know why they're <laughs> drawing and voicing over this. Um, but uh, there's a boy and he loves the stage. Oh, A3 stands for Act Addict Actors. Huh. Um, but they're not like... Performing as addicts. They're not in rehabilitation. Yeah. Um, they're just... Maybe they're addicted to acting. So there's one boy, he, he's practicing acting in the park with uh, all these sakura around him and everyone's kind of oh, weird. That he's sounds famous. horrifying. Yes, you know. And then uh, he meets this... Uh, uh, there's this other... There's, I took this screenshot because the dude's face is at a wrong angle and I thought it really fucked me up and I was wondering if anyone else would notice it. But his face looks like it's not uh, facing the direction his head is. It's very strange. <laughs> um, it's just a little bit off. It's not clear. No, 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 it is. It is. But it's, it's, it's like It looks like the face should be staring directly at the camera but the head's looking just to the left of it. Exactly, yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And so it is good. These... <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to take that face and put it on another. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very, very funny. Um, so yeah, these two who are not the main character, I guess they're doing like a street acting performance, which like, if you were trying to like get people on the street to like engage with your acting abilities, wouldn't you do like a fun scene? But these two were like talking about like a, he has a terminal illness and, uh, but they're not even like super dramatically acting. He's just like, I, I have a terminal illness, don't I? And the woman's like, I don't, it's, it's like not their method, huh? They're not like going crazy, but it's a way too heavy of a scene to just be like, this is a Saturday afternoon, just, you know, on the street the shopping districts. It's a weird thing to go with. Um, and then, um, there's an acting theater, um, that this lady shows up to for like an audition. And there's a guy who's uh, just getting there to demolish it. And there's like a businessman who's demolishing it. And also he has a backhoe guy who fucking, he has shark teeth and he's psyched about getting to use his backhoe. And he's my favorite character by far. He's the best part of the show. He has two lines. And one of them is take a look at my backhoe. Mad respect. He's wheeling up to demolish this, this historical theater. He's like, yeah, oh, uh, it's great. Um, and uh, I guess the guy who owns the theater, he's Harry Potter and he's very upset about this. Uh, so, um, they convince the guy to give them some time. The lady goes into the theater and watches our Genki boy do some like bad acting, but she likes him, I guess. And, uh, I guess the business guy is also watching, but he's like, no, it's, it's still getting demolished. So, um, the troop is getting, the acting troop is get, is getting disbanded anyways. Uh, and, uh, the lady saves the troop by lying about how her dad left her the theater or something. Um, but then even that doesn't really save it because they still have to find more dudes for the troop. And so they're scouting for dudes and uh, the main guy and another guy that they find quote Shakespeare at each other straightly. 
in a very straight way. And that convinces him to join this acting troupe, I get, I guess. And then, so they have enough dudes. Um, so, but then I still, I guess they still have to be really, really good at acting. Uh, place. So that is their uh, motivation is they have to be good at uh, acting, make a lot of money being acting, being acting to uh, make money for the theater. So the backhoe, keep backhoe boy away. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe they'll get naked. Maybe they won't. Very cool. Gonna, Very cool put show. Money, put, put money on not. Yeah, it know. does sound like a very cool show. Sounds like a very cool show. It's very. It was very cool, and I felt very cool for. Uh, well, there's nothing cooler than guys being dudes. I feel just, cool right now. Yeah, just guys doing dude stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just a whole bunch of boys guys being dudes. You know, anime. Um, Daily Lives of High School Boys, of course, as we know, undisputed champion of guys being dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they've kind of given up on that. I think Azoken is making girls being dudes genre. That's what they're currently trying for. Because that's really what guys want is girls that are dudes. A lot of I people mean, pre- pretty much like actually not like biologically, but more well, not like in like an you, you would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but in like a girl that acts like a dude kind of way and not in like with a bullshit kind where it immediately falls like the facade veneer falls away whenever yeah. they're insulted, but more in like the actual way. Where yeah, they yeah, take I've, shit I've, and give shit. I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but yeah, like the uh, anime like tomboys are just like who are slightly more uh, more easy to get along with, more down to earth, I guess. Yeah. They don't just get pissy all the time. Yeah. That's like a thing. They're approachable. Sometimes um, they be tripping. Anyways, the last masterpiece that we experienced this <laughs> season. The crowning achievement. Crown jewel of anime is called uh, ARP Backstage Pass. And that is cute, adorable idols being adapted by Dynamo Pictures. ARP is Artists Republic Production. And um, this is an augmented reality band that they made an anime out of. And they say, whoa, 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 a lot. Well, well they, you know that they say, whoa, 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 because these are Japan's greatest performers, as we're informed at the beginning of this. It's true. This is the cream of the Japanese crop. And in in being the best of all vocalists that Japan has to offer, they are amazing at singing "Whoa, Whoa, Whoa," um, which Honestly, is my favorite. The CG and the music in this is better than in Twenty Two Over Seven. I enjoy this more than that show. Oh, eas- easily, easily Absolutely. more. I, I genuinely liked the second song that is performed. It's you know, it's yeah, trash. There, was, there was fun music in it. The, yeah, there's the one guy who's always trotting along the stage, is like. He's like doing the big, big step. It's fun. Um, uh, it's also it's, it's also the formula for the show. Initially, I hated it because it's it's staged as interviews of the performer. Got right. band, but the, but by the end, I'm like, this is really what you want, right? Like, you really just want to meet the boys and then hear yeah. how they perform. And, and you know what? Very little moping. There's only there's one guy who mopes a little. That's it. Yeah, we learn a little bit about how rock and roll will will die before rock and roll dies. Yeah, so like I get all these dudes. So, oh, first of all, redhead guy's voice. Holy shit, that made me laugh so hard. How he's like this baritone uh-huh. who's like, I'm not even going to try to imitate it. But um, also, he's seven feet tall and looks like a One Piece character. 
but his singing uh, floored me. What an artist. Uh, and yeah, they, so yeah, they're being interviewed for an anime, very meta. And uh, one of them is a music genius because he says, a fretto. That was, that was ridiculous. And he's so, <laughs> so genius. Yes. That's sad in his apartment. That was the bubbly part. Whatever. Uh, so he's an ARP. Great. There's another guy. There's a couple of guys. They're in a band that's basically Abingdon Boys School, like the, the opening for Darker Than Black. Of course. Where the guy's like, while the other guy sings. Um, yeah. And they do some negotiating. They get an ARP. Congrats. Rock guy. They're the one guy who's funky and he's singing on the sidewalk and creeping everybody out. I did not like that guy. That, <laughs> that, has, that, has, that has one of my, my favorite tropes, which is people singing non-lyrics while in public and that makes mm-hmm. me so anxious yeah, well, he also it's, does it's the robot they're so, it's because they're so free-spirited and yeah carefree um and then they keep yeah doing there's a lot of concerts in this uh show yes that guy is into he was in quicker than the other guys the other guys have arc singing on the sidewalk and then boom he's in um and there's one guy in class he hits notes really high and uh, yeah, there's the last song they performed called "Celebrate Good Time." Yes, they, they just did that. Uh, and then there's a casual mocap debrief at the end where they're, uh, you know, some maybe uh, slightly more uh, 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 ad-libbed bits. Uh, this is bizarre, frankly. Um, the, the the sequence at the end. I mean, I don't know what exactly this shows. It's it's just a strange piece of media. Um, I wasn't that. Uh, I don't know. I get it. I get what they were going for. No, I just the the fact that we go to that kind of imp- improv like improv style. You know, it, it reminds me of those like really horrible comedy shows that we've seen for like those really terrible shorts that'll just be. Oh sure. Yeah, it reminds me of that. I, it's permanently affiliated with that in my mind. Um. And then seeing these pretty boys, but also <laughs> they're CGI in that form. He's like, I'm sure the boys in real life are pretty. Well, I, don't I, don't know they, I don't think they have real life equivalent in their act. They don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's an ARG band. It's like virtual YouTubers, how they're just girls, but like there's not like, they don't show the actual girl. Oh, um, I thought these were based on real boys. No, I don't think so. Okay, because is Backstage Pass the name of the group? No, that's the show because you're getting a backstage pass. ARP so, is I'm... the group, though. Yes. Okay. So this is our backstage pass. Okay, just weird, just just uh, just bizarre. Like the seat of the show, which is that they're interviewing for the anime that's being made. It's very strangely meta. <laughs> in a well, way, I, that... I think it's. A, I think it's. They're not interviewing for this anime. They're interviewing because let's like if they're idols in the fiction. Of course, there's going to be an anime. So they're talking about like an anime that you don't see. Uh, it just just weirdly meta, <laughs> uh, and I think uh, it's fine if you like. No, boys. no, I didn't dis. I didn't. I didn't hate this by any means. I did think that the first sequence was hella ugly, though. Uh, it looks, after seeing twenty two over seven, I'm just like, this is the pinnacle of CG. Congratulations, <laughs> you did it. The CG's not the no. The CG looks far better than the actual anime, like two D animation does, though. Like the first boy, yeah. the slightly mopey one. He just he's there's a sequence where he's next to a window and he's got crazy neck shading going on, and uh, but anyway, that's that's ARP backstage pass. I think. love it, loving it. Um, we did it. Oh, <laughs> this was a surprise. You know, winter usually isn't this packed. 
This is what, 32? <sighs> oh, yeah, 32, three shorts. I'm exhausted for you. I, uh, yeah, man, I can't wait to do other stuff besides <laughs> watch terrible, terrible shows. This has consumed the last week of my life. <laughs> it's just. And you had watched 12 things. <laughs> oh, no, I had 18 total, I think. What did we do? What did we do the first episode? Uh, I guess if, if I'm broadening the, the week, you know. Yeah, I guess we did it. Say, we had a late start. We had say, a late start. Say three weeks, 18 episodes, 32 for me. Yeah, I'm just looking through these notes. We've got Bonerific, um, which well, that was Bonerific. Very uncomfortable. Then I'm talking about black women, I guess. Remember to yeah. talk about black women. On, 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 uh, on Orphan, Sorceress Stab or Orphan, which is a show you didn't even watch, you said remember to talk about black women. Um, then I was wondering what was going on in that old, that shield guy show. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised you, you watched dragons. I don't know why you, uh, I mean, I guess I, 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 I sort of said, you know, I put the subtitled file in, in our Google drive. I ended, I ended up liking it more than you did. <laughs> so it's, oh yeah. So I guess I, 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 it worked out for me. Yeah. Um, let's, you know, sometimes you like read, uh, like a book and you can define a period of your life by what book you're reading. And uh, right now, my life is basically entirely consumed by that Golden Compass. That's a, it's a great book, man. Anime is cool too, but literacy is important. Oh yeah, being there's nothing there's nothing more literate than children's books. Children's that, that's books. written for all age, and it has beautiful prose. Thank you. All age means for children. Fuck you! I'm coming up. That's it. You're dead. Lyra Bellacroix is one of the greatest heroes of modern literature. <laughs> I didn't understand any of those words. Um, yeah, happy happy winter, everybody. Everybody enjoy uh, Valentine's Day. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome for this. We watched all I this love, so you know. I love, yeah, I love talking about shows everyone watched three weeks ago and have already formed an opinion on and explaining them. Well, we our do, opinion's better than theirs. That's true. Next, next season, we should just do lightning round. All 30 shows, one episode, 20 minutes. <sighs> That's not a good idea, actually. I don't um, know. We're always, uh, always increment, always improving. Always except come for up when with new we ideas. Re- except for when we regress really hard, which does happen. Yeah, except for when we forgot why we used to do things, and then we do other things, and we're like, "Wait, we should do the uh, the other thing again." Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Get ready for Gundam. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably we'll probably end up watching some Gundam. And um, look at this guy. Look at a load of this fucker. Yeah, everybody just think, every just everyone just think of this man. He made he, it. You can do it. Yeah, he, this guy made it. He's a sex icon. He's probably still making royalties. That's not true. That's probably what? not true. Ninety eight degrees is huge. Biggest band in the world. It's the biggest band in my heart. Oops, sorry. Oh, Yeah. I don't know why. I like I was saying before. I don't know why it's all crackly. Not with the cord. I think it does it. Maybe it helps get get us around content ID. It's killing me. It's killing me. See you in uh, two months and one week, everybody. What the fuck? Ninety-eight degrees was in Mulan. Of course.
And she deserves better than that. It's the 